Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. There's a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gops, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast in the world. We appreciate it. We are presented by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hello, Billy. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I like. I see you every day. I'm doing fine. How are you, though? <laughs> I'm okay. You know, okay. I'm, good. I'm doing all right. What's on Happy to- uh, Stupidity this week? Well, this is very exciting. Perhaps you've heard of him. Mike Golick Jr. Ooh. Not senior. Mike Golick Jr., someone I used to work with at ESPN. We did weekend observations, a weekend show together. We did a daily po- a weekly podcast together. We did the 24-hour marathon, fantasy marathon together. And listen, a lot of people really love the show uh, with me, Jr., Stanzik, Mikey C., Mikey A. We had the smoke break. So I have Mikey A., and I have Mike Golick Jr., and I have you. I don't have Mikey C. I don't have uh, Stanzik yet. Yeah, I don't have him. Yeah, oh, right. yet. Okay. I mean, just so you know, 
I'm going to make a request for him, but we'll uh, we'll see. I figured we'd try it without Mikey C to see how it goes. Mm. <laughs> what do you think? Maybe we'll reach out to him. To Mikey C? Yeah, see how it's going in the middle. Oh, wow. That's a good idea. Is he allowed to? Uh, so you're saying call him on the phone because he can't just pop in the Zoom here. He's not allowed to do that. Yeah. Maybe let's not mention any of it and then just hope that no one, if we do do that, Right. Hears that we do that so that he doesn't get in trouble because if he gets in trouble I feel like you're gonna be responsible for that right yeah, and you're probably I will be <laughs> not probably well, <laughs> you can remove the you probably <laughs> how you doing today by the way you feeling okay everything's fine I mean you know it's all right I got some nose thing going on I'm trying to figure that out but we're gonna work right. it out it's been going on for years the nose thing I mean stop doing coke <laughs> well no but also no what? No, no you're gonna not going to stop doing coke. Yeah. Okay, no. good. Okay, sorry. I'll say I'll say this. I I you've been telling me for a long time that I have this cough that I should get looked at. So I had it looked at, and they recommended this inhaler for me, right? Right. And I think I'm doing the inhaler wrong. So now I'm looking up like this. Uh, it's called an inhaler spacer, and it's supposed to help you with the inhaler because I'm doing it wrong. And I'm finding out that it's mainly made for children and cats or dogs. <laughs> How could you be doing it wrong? First off, Greg Cody has an inhaler. Yeah. <laughs> You're too young to have one of those. I know. I don't know what to tell How you. How old are you? Me? Yeah. Like, uh. What do you mean, like, uh. 22? <laughs> I have to think of a young age to make it seem even worse that I have an inhaler. I think your actual age would have been fine. I mean, <laughs> 34. How old are you? 34. <laughs> right. No. I shouldn't have You're... an inhaler. No, you shouldn't. Uh, you really shouldn't. But are you okay? I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm here. That's right. all we can ask, right? Right. You, you, yep. That's... I come here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> executing my line because I'm too fucking tired to say it. Stupidity. Let's get to Mike Golick Jr., Mikey A., and Billy Gill. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh, folks, gather around. Everyone gather around, listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me, you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I am so happy to see you. I really am. Um, Mikey A., I was going to ask Golik, who does he think, who does he imagine he's going to miss the most at ESPN? Now, it's an easy answer for me because when I left, Mike was still there, okay? Mikey A. was already gone. Mike was still there. It's never going to be Mikey C. Uh, Stanzik was certainly in the running. So, for me, it was an easy easy answer at the time. I'm going to miss Mike Golick Jr. the most, okay? Uh, Stanzik, the only one who I think would be upset in that equation is Mikey C. Okay? 100%. Like, that I didn't say him, right? But Mikey A, who do you imagine Mike Golick Jr. is going to miss the most at ESPN? Because I'm putting him in a terrible spot. Like, the obvious that answer is, for me at the time was Mike Golick Jr. <laughs> right. That is a fantastic question. Thank I'm going to go. No, it's Jason Ooh. Fitz. Oh, Jason Fitz, oh, that's wow. my answer. Can I take Fitz out of the equation? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can I do whatever you want. I'll be his fucking answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, for me, it was probably either going to be like Fitz or Mina Kimes. Like Mina yeah. would probably fall into that category. Some of this is recency bias. I just had dinner with her the other night. So, right. But uh, yeah, Mina would probably fall into that. But like, unlike, listen, for Mina. With 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 me and you, Mike. Okay, we were you know we're still friends. We'll be friends whether we're working in the same place or we're working at different places. But Mina has been a great friend since I left ESPN. Meaning, she's still my friend. I find that I, listen. I found out very quickly who wasn't my friend when I was working at ESPN. I haven't heard from them since I left. Okay, so Mina's still going to be in your life. She's still going to be a big part of your life and a good friend to you. Uh, and Jason Fitz will as well. So I'm wondering anyone past that. Yeah, <laughs> no. Should have done this with a whole bunch of qualifiers by EA. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. What I, what I want to know now is, too, who's the person you were most surprised hasn't talked to you since then? Because I got to figure out who I'm going to start to lose in all this. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, now I'm, I'm putting you in a terrible spot. No, it's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> um. Who did I think I was closer with when I was at ESPN than I actually was? Because um, that's what, like, in college, so the Notre Dame football complex was called the Google Amino Athletic Center. And so right. when you had guys that would only really talk and, like, were only your friends when you were on the property there, we called them Goog friends. So right. you've essentially found out who was your Goog friend throughout all of this. Um, Randy Scott was a closer friend than I thought. <laughs> Let's do it this way. <laughs> I didn't yeah. go close with Randy fucking Scott, okay? <laughs> I had no idea. He's been the best friend ever since I left ESPN. He's a wonderful guy. Uh, Mina's been great. Uh, Dominique... I got to be honest, Dominique's in this conversation of, of people I thought I was really friendly with. Where oh. Now, he's been a good friend. I've spoken with him, um, but not as much as I thought I would. Well, but Dominique's also tough because, like, his normal means of communication is, like, one-word text message responses. Yes, like, even yes. if he loves you, he's going to respond in a way that, like, makes you question that. 
100%. Um, and we really shouldn't question it because he's such a good he's such a good dude and such a loyal guy. I'm trying I thought to you were about to say such a good, a good looking, looking dude. Yeah, and I was going to agree with you. Like well, Dominique is yes. like he's like a father of like four now and still finds time to be ripped and good looking. It's honestly insulting. He's amazing. Just looking at Dominic. You're right. Dominique will write very short like here's what's up, bro. Miss you. <laughs> yeah. Again, that's all it's got to be. That's his you know what? I, I, I'm wrong. I, you're right, Mike. That's the yeah. way Dominique communicates. That's how he tells you he loves you. So, uh, and he's done that a number of times throughout the year. Um, I'm trying to think. Man. Greeny? <laughs> Thought we were best friends. <laughs> what happened? Listen, he changed his phone number, okay? And he informed everyone in the Rolodex but me. <laughs> Good friend. I'm heartbroken. Now, I've gotten the number since, okay? <laughs> Tracked it down and just started texting him the way Mikey C texts you? Yes. <laughs> but I thought me and Greeny were like BFFs. I really did. This is uh, this is fascinating, Mike. We're gonna have to uh, because like so we did a show called Weekend Observations. I don't have to explain this fucking shit again. Jesus Christ! <laughs> we usually explain it like forty five minutes from I now. now <laughs> listen, now I wish you were still at ESPN. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible idea. I mean, oh God! Yeah, listen, you and me both. Not that I had anything mistake. to do with it, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been sitting here all day like a lump of shit. Yeah, well, well, let's start there. How do you enjoy, like, what are you doing with your days these days? Like, like, give me a day in the life of Mike Gola Jr., who is no longer working at ESPN and who is currently a free agent. Yeah, I, I wake up every morning, and the first thing I have is a handful of peanut butter M&Ms. Nice. I walk over to my couch and light several candles that I usually forget to blow out when I leave the house for usually to go get food. That's about the only thing I leave and forage for. Right. I watch a lot of uh, – I'm watching We're All Dead, which is a Korean zombie show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I – Honestly, I've watched more ESPN now that I don't have to don't work for them anymore than right. I was at the end of working for them, which is so ass backwards. So on Wednesday, did you watch the heavyweight battle between Christopher Mad Dog Russo and Stephen A. Smith? Holy shit. I'm pissed. I missed it. I knew you were going to be front row watching that thing. How was it? Uh, how was it? It's everything you expected it to be and more. I mean, it was I, like I imagined there being like actual blood drawn during the middle of that. Well, here's the thing. Like, Doggy ain't taking shit from anyone, even Stephen A. Smith. He's just not doing it. He's not having it. Like, he will embrace debate until the day he dies, that man. Okay? <laughs> I, like, like, I, like, I, like, and maybe we'd have to include Skip in this, but, like, is this a collection of the two people who have most embraced debate in the history of sports talk? Oh, wow. That is a good fucking like, question. I don't know if anyone has ever hugged debate tighter than Mad Dog and Stephen A. Smith, with maybe the exception of, like, Skip Bayless is, probably there like we did the thing with d lyman after the super bowl where it's like aaron donald lawrence taylor and reggie white on the mount rushmore of defensive linemen all time right. that might be the mount rushmore of embracing debate for all time wow let's think about this the mount rushmore of embracing de uh, debate so you have i think Stephen a is a lock right he's on lock. There. that that goes without saying i guess skip has to be a lock right because yeah. he's the original right mikey a is saying yes 
Um, Mikey, what are you doing, by the way? Which, like, you're not, you're just nodding your head. We're like, this is an audio medium. What are you doing? <laughs> like, are you trying I was, to put together? I was allowing two friends to catch up while they make their Mount Rushmore without I interrupting. I know, but we're all friends and we need you to interrupt us. That's what you do. I mean, Jesus Christ. Because um, I don't have a lot more answers to offer other than that. I was really counting on you guys. Here. We'll, well, we'll, no, no, we'll no, get no. there. But hold on. No, listen, okay. Stephen A. Locke. Bayless Locke, Christopher Mad Dog Russo, we'll put him off to the side for a second because the other candidates have to be Max Kellerman, but I don't think he'd make it. I don't think Max really embraced debate. I think that was the problem with the show, right? Um, Shannon Sharp, but I don't think, would Shannon even be in that conversation? I'm just doing it because he's a part of the show, Mike. Like, Well, like, I, like, and if we're going to keep branching off from those trees, like, I feel like Will Kane really embraced debate. Oh, shit. Like, yes. you know, people can disagree with the politics all they want, but Will Kane embraced the hell out of debate. Like, he, he, came, was, he came to debate. He, yes. he showed up in any arena, wrapping his knuckles, getting ready to debate somebody. Yeah, um, he was constantly ready. Constantly. <laughs> all right. I am willing to put Will Kane on this list. I am. So I have Kane, Stephen A. I'm writing this down. I have no idea why. <laughs> it matters. Because it matters. It does. Kane, Stephen A. Uh, skip. And now we get down to like, this is the fourth one. It's, it's, is it Mad Dog? Is it, hmm, I'm trying to think of other, is it Howard Eskin? <laughs> well, listen, Billy, you are in his wheelhouse, okay? This is ah! wheelhouse, Billy. I'm so happy Billy just joined this. <laughs> Thank God. I'm so happy. Billy, we are making a Mount Rushmore of sports debaters, okay? Ooh. Like, <laughs> yes, I knew it. I knew it. I Mike, I swear to you, if we were talking Stafford Hall of Fame, Billy would have came in. He would have oh, fucking got fucking right cares. the hell out, okay? I mean, we'll get to Stafford in the Hall of Fame in a second. Is he a Hall of Famer? Uh, well, we're going to find out Mike's thoughts on it in just a minute when we play an old game called Goat. <laughs> Where it's just me being lazy <laughs> in an effort to get Mike's thoughts and not have to do as much work. All right, Billy, here's what we have. Would you agree that Stephen A. Smith is on the Mount Rushmore of sports debaters, right? It starts there with Stephen yes, A. Right? Yes, yes. Would you put Skip on there? Yes. Would you put uh, Christopher Mad Dog Russo on there? Here's the problem. Everyone that you're going to ask, I'm going to say yes to, and we're going to quickly like run out of spots on this. Well, hold on. Would you put Shannon Sharp in there? No. Thank you. Would you put Max Kellerman in there? No. But I would put Max Kellerman on the Mount Rushmore of great sports debater sidekicks. Ooh, I like that. Because I feel like he was really good at saying the thing to get Stephen A to say the thing. Right. You know? But he never embraced debate. He was more no. he was agitating, you know? Well, that's the complicating part because, like, Colin Cowherd didn't really embrace debate, did he? No. Yeah. No. No. Colin like Cowherd was not here to debate you. Colin Cowherd Mike, was here for you to right. listen to him. Mike, debate involves more than one person. Exactly. And Colin, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Colin's only speaking to himself. He doesn't until, care what you think. <laughs> until Joy was made more prominent on this show, I wasn't convinced that Colin had ever spoken to anyone. <laughs> Colin, Colin's debate was with what he said three weeks ago. 
That's who that Colin right. debated. Yes. <laughs> yes. Friday take would debate his Monday take. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's, he's the embodiment of those people that say my only competition is my future self. Colin's only yes. debater is his past and future self. That's it. No other takes matter. And Billy, to your point, as, as somebody who worked with Colin a bunch, Colin is the kind of person that locked eyes with you from across the glass. And if you left the room, he was lost. Like Colin needs to talk to somebody and it's just, they don't want you. He doesn't want you to talk back, but right. he was locked eyes with you when he was giving his, his takes. What percentage of the stuff that he was saying to you, Mikey, eh, when you were producing his show, did you actually listen to? Like you would just, you would give the idea to him that you were actually listening, right? But you really, uh, oh, you had to, you had to just kind of sit there and nod I'm, your head. I'm I connected. Get, yeah. I've been doing I'm it for Dan you. for 20 years. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was doing, I was doing it for you and you called yeah. me out on it at the beginning of the Zoom. You were heard it back. I was just engaging with you visually so that you kept talking and you called me out on it. Now I have to fucking talk. I mean, that's how we were all here, though. I'm going to call you out on it. (laughs) We we peel back the fucking curtain. (laughs) Now, again, would this name be in the cowherd branch, Jim Rome? Oh, shit. Hmm. Rome is burning. Yeah. What is up? God. I love that you haven't dropped that you haven't dropped the final one on Billy yet. Like you're saving it because you want oh, Billy man. to have to because you want Billy to go. Oh yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> Jim Rome is Jim Rome. He's not going to change at this point. But I don't know if he goes in the you know on the Mount Rushmore of of debaters. I'm not certain. He does have one of my Mount Rushmore of sports talk moments though, where Jim Everett went across the table and tackled him. Oh, that would be right at the top. Yes. Yeah. That would be that's uh, that's up there with like Stephen A's Kwame Brown rant. <laughs> Kwame. <laughs> Wait, so Stu Gotts, are you gonna tell are you gonna tell Billy the the one that we think is the kind of out of left field candidate here? Who's Will on your Kane, Billy? Wow. Yeah. Say it. Billy, I had the same reaction. It's mind blowing. Like I totally forgot about Will Kane because, you know, he's I don't know where Everyone where is has. Will these days? Where what is he doing? Yeah. Okay. He's, get him Will, he's Will Caning somewhere. Yeah. It's, okay, he's Will Caning somewhere. Oh yeah, we that. already agreed that we can't get him on. Times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the days of Kane are false are over. We'll have to find someone else who owns the truth. Um so Billy, is Will Kane on the Mount Rushmore? The name of your game was Kane or False? Yeah, because yes. he was yeah, he owned the truth, he said. Okay. <laughs> so we didn't need to say true. Yeah. Got so it. Kane was true and you know, false is false. Okay, I'm all caught up. Yeah. Perfect. It's so are we putting Will Kane in there with Skip Bayless and Steven Ed? That okay, so that's the thing is right now I I, I didn't want to commit to Mad Dog because I know that obviously Steven Stephen A and Skip are on there. Yes. We're gonna leave I someone know. out. I know we are. This is bad. We're gonna leave. <laughs> Oh God! Embrace Would you man. put Carrie Chan? Mike, it's the best fucking question you've ever asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, baby. I'm Would back. you put <laughs> Carrie Champion or Molly in there first? Ooh. If you had to choose yeah. one or the other, or Jay. why are you making me choose? I don't know. I, That's not I'm bad. so caked in recency bias here that like Molly always like when I envision the show. I envision it with Molly there, but I don't know. That's again recency bias, right? But I, they they can't be on the Mount Rushmore of of sports debaters. It would have. I feel like if you're building some radio like a host, Rushmore we're missing of the debate show. Yeah. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, there are there are three locks. We agree. It's Stephen A. It's Skip. It's Will Kane. We're going to be stuck on this fourth one forever. I'm not certain it should be Christopher Mad Dog Russo, but I'm not certain it shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, I don't Listen, know. It's like we say it about the Hall of Fame and football all the time. I, I kind of you just know when you think of the name, you either know or you don't know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Could Stephen A. have two spots on the Mount Rushmore? Like he could have his skip days and now his like later Stephen A career. He's like wow. Tom Brady where you can break his career down into multiple Hall yeah, of Fame yeah, careers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because you're I, right. Like you, Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks, it would be Brady's first seven years and his last seven years. You're right. That's a good point. Uh, all right. Two Stephen A's. Are we good? We're keeping Mad Dog off? I mean, for another Stephen A, I, I'd probably make that bump. Yeah. I, are you going to keep second Stephen A off? I mean, who would love having two faces on the Mount Rushmore more than Stephen A? I mean, are you getting me? Two of the four? No one. Skip. <laughs> it's honestly insulting. There should be two Stephen A's and two skips, and that's it. Let's call it a day. That's just the rest of it. Stephen A should get his own monument. Like, I don't think that he should be on Mount Rushmore. He should get a statue. Ooh. Sort of like the Washington Monument, like the Stephen A Monument. I'm between that and, like, his, his own Stephen A Statue of Liberty type thing. Oh, you know? it just says preposterous on it. If wow. they were to build a statue for someone at ESPN, it would be Stephen A. Right? Like the, the, right statue of tem- the statue of temerity. <laughs> An unmitigated gall. Imagine the statue of Stephen A. Right outside the cafeteria. He's <laughs> very great. excited to hear from you, Mike. By the way, <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> for you and Vinny. He's super excited. He's like, "Is that Gold Junior again?" <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Recognize that asshole. So here's the thing with Billy. Uh, we'll discuss this for five hours and never come to any sort of conclusion because Billy won't allow that to happen. He'll just keep lobbing <laughs> questions out. It's true. <laughs> yeah, thank I'm you. still not sure that Will Kane is on that list. Really? Uh, listen, nobody ever showed up to a sports debate just just putting on the, the, the bare-knuckle boxing gloves. Just Do you put on bare-knuckle boxing gloves? What is that? No. Just Will taping up his knuckles just Bare ready knuckles to go. There's no gloves, Mike. I mean, he can't, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I have COVID. So <laughs> <laughs> mental fog. <laughs> Mikey C. <laughs> Stupid show. God damn it. Speaking of Mike EC, we'll get to Gojo in just a second. Uh, <laughs> we got some questions for you because people are dying to hear your uh, your sports opinions. Mostly me because I'm tired. <laughs> this is listen. This is this is a very well established routine. Now it's not seven in the morning on Sunday. We're both violently hungover anymore, but it's the same no, thought process. No. So uh, just for those of you who don't know, Mike uh, Mike Gola Jr. and I used to do a show called Weekend Observations <laughs> on uh, Sunday mornings at seven a.m. on ESPN Radio Coast to Coast. And Gojo was, and we were tired. I was on the bat mitzvah tour at the time. Mike was much younger than he is now. He was getting hammered. There was a time where we lost Mike. Dad was very concerned. He called into the show. He sent the cops out to look for him. Eventually, we found Mike. He overslept. He was at a wedding the night before, I think it was. Yeah, it was at Prim Seripapat's wedding, actually. Our former colleague at ESPN. Great, you. great wedding. Fantastic time. Have you spoken to Prim since the wedding? Oh, yeah. No, listen, okay, we're, still, we're still cool. We were bonded forever after that one because they were in inadvertently a part of my greatest ESPN radio contribution when I wasn't fucking there. 
<laughs> so we uh, we used to do this show seven to nine in the morning. Sometimes we'd be late. Sometimes we wouldn't show up at all. Uh, in Mike's case, and sometimes and what I would do was put in a bunch of devices because you know I was earning like we were the show that took over for Colin at the time, and so I was doing fine. And I really I I put it under the umbrella. I remember telling Mikey A this. Okay, <laughs> hey, I want Mike Golick Jr. to shine. And really, what I was trying to tell Mikey A at the time was, hey, I'm fucking exhausted and I'm tired. Let's create as many devices as we can that where I don't have to do anything. Okay, <laughs> so shine that, is a euphemism for do all the work. Exactly. <laughs> so we came up with a segment called Gojo, where I ask him a bunch of lazy sports questions. We play a sounder, and Mike gives his response to those questions. And we're going to do it in a second, and I'm very excited for it. So, <laughs> Can I ask a question? So you guys have no. always kind of wondered. This is, this is related to kind of weekend observations. Sure. Was that like something that happened because you had a new contract, and they're like, we need to justify this bump? Because I was always kind of curious, like, why is Stu Gatz up this early every Sunday when he has this very successful radio show that he's part of? Was that like a throw-in thing? Uh, yeah. In his defense, he really wasn't up that much during the show. There Thank you go. You. Uh, yeah, to answer your question, you're asking me, did they pay me to do the show or not? And the answer is no. <laughs> so, I mean, well, no, that's definitely not right. You were no. getting paid. No, I'm asking more... Stugatz, you were not doing it for free. I was. I signed the contract to do ten to one at ESPN, not not Sunday seven to nine. So but I guess I that's what Billy's asking: is like, did you get such a nice bump that they were like, you know, we need to get to Stugatz doing even a little bit more? Yeah. Let's throw him on seven the to what, nine Sunday. The, the, the way I remember it was, they asked me after the fact, after I signed the contract. And, and listen, Mike has been. We've all been there. It's hard to say no when you're at that place, you know. Like you say no that someone else does it and you know there's resentment and <laughs> they oh, judge no, you listen, for the rest of the time. <laughs> I but I had the same like it probably took me like as again I was so fucking like young and dumb at that point it didn't dawn on me until like th- you know like a couple of months into it where I was like why is he doing this like I know why I'm here and, and seven to nine on Sunday morning I was like what the hell is he doing right here well so. I was doing it for you Mike I mean that's why I was doing it that's the spin that's that's <laughs> how he give gets the and closet. You give. yeah I just go, wanted go, you listen. to shine go Joe <laughs> I did that's what I wanted I wanted him to shine <laughs> listen I agreed to do it for Mike but the agreement that Mike and I had was you're going to do a lot of the heavy lifting okay and man did he lift he, <laughs> I mean so much show he just didn't show up for show one <laughs> it was the best show we ever had. My heaviest lift ever. I PR that day. Are we ready for Gojo? Did you get the sounder? I'm ready. All right, let me hear the sounder first. Gojo. <laughs> it sounds it sounds so much different. Gojo. It's not the same sounder. It's, it's just not. not. At all. <laughs> it's not. It sounds like I made it 15 same. minutes ago. <laughs> that that definitely sounds like a COVID sounder. <laughs> I have COVID. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's a great excuse, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's a, it, you sound like uh, you sound like Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. You shall not pass. <laughs> You're happy to have COVID. <laughs> Terrifying. Mikey, answer honestly. Are you happy that you have uh, COVID? What kind of question? No. It's Billy. It's a built-in excuse. Uh, that's what it is. <laughs> okay? Listen, he's not... Listen, I love him. Okay? He's not in the hospital. He's not having breathing issues, at least not that I'm aware of. It's just a built-in excuse to be bad at his job. I mean, that's fantastic. Listen, it's, it's been a week, and I'm just now learning what I, could, what I can use it for. 
That's <laughs> congratulations. That's what it is. It's the first thing I think of. We're <laughs> <laughs> taking right, two uh, guys all an hour. Mike Gullick Jr., are you ready? Are you ready? It's been a year in the making. Are you ready to play? <laughs> it's like a game. It's not. It really isn't. It's not it's a just game. a segment. Are you ready for Goja? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Sheehan Woodley reportedly called off their engagement. I have no idea if I'm saying her name correctly, Probably nor do close. I care. But, uh, well, how do you say it? Shailene. Shailene, Mike, well, he has COVID. I was going to get mad at Mikey A, who wrote out the question, but he you has You can't COVID. do it. You can't do it. I have COVID. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Mikey C. <laughs> All right, how do you say the name? Shailene. Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley reportedly called off their engagement. Go, Joe. What is he supposed to do with that? Go ahead. Well, I, so this does explain Aaron Rodgers' rapid physical deterioration because we all saw him in NFL honors accepting the MVP. The guy looked rough, man. Like, yeah. I, I know some people have called him throw dirt this this postseason. Deservedly so. He's had a lot of looks over the years. This ain't the one. He looks like he's lost too much weight. He looks like he hasn't slept in days at that point. And now we see it's because he's been going through stuff at home in the uh, in the marital bed here. So this makes perfect sense now. All right. Uh, very good, Mike. You are not rusty at all. That was fantastic. It is me and Mikey A who are rusty, okay? Uh, Mikey C. Oh, uh, wow. The Vikings officially hired Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell as their head coach. Go, Joe. Yeah, Kevin O'Connell joins the long list of recent NFL coaching hires who I could not pick out of a lineup. He's the new Zach Taylor. I said Zach Taylor looked like a stock Wii character where you haven't built out any of the features. He's just the basic white guy that walks in. Even now, after seeing him all of Super Week for the last two weeks, I still couldn't tell you what Zach Taylor really looks like. Just the same way I can't tell you what Kevin O'Connell looks like, but... He's been blessed by Sean McVay. He's probably going to put together a pretty decent staff up there. Um, I would be shocked if he doesn't bring this guy, Liam Cohen, who was the offensive coordinator for the Kentucky Wildcats this last year, who's going to be a head coach in a few years. All that's going to work really well, but still not enough because Kirk Cousins is probably still going to be their quarterback, which means they're going to fall short in the divisional round. All right. You mentioned Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor said the Bengals O-line was good enough to get them to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Go, Joe. I love this after. <laughs> I can I, every time it like I hope there's not kids listening to that. Nightmares. Uh Zach Taylor, I, I just gonna assume that this is a coach doing the only thing that he can do when he's watched the same five guys be blamed by every media outlet for every bad thing that's happened to the Bengals this entire postseason run. They have been singled out as the weakness for all this. And I feel bad because I was at one point in time the guy on the O-line that got picked on more than most when I was playing. So I can empathize with the situation, but I know he's lying through his teeth right now. I would be surprised if someone outside of their left tackle is still a starter on that offensive line come next season. So good uh, good effort by him, lying through his teeth up there in front, trying to make it about the team, the team, the team. But uh, uh, we character Zach Taylor, I do not believe you. 
Uh, Mike, it was interesting to see that offensive line in the second half just crumble against what I believe to be the best offensive line in the NFL. Um, yeah, you have a good enough off- offensive line. Actually, he does not have a good enough off- offensive no. line. He has a good enough quarterback and a good enough wide receiver and a running back to get himself to the Super Bowl. The reason he didn't win it was because of the offensive line. Well, and Stu Gatz, I don't know if you remember from the draft, but leading up to it, all that debate about whether or not at six the Bengals take Panay Sewell, the left tackle out of Oregon, or if they take Jamar Chase at wide receiver. Yes. And everyone was doing this meme where they would show Joe Burrow behind an average offensive line throwing, or Joe Burrow behind Panay Sewell completing the ball to an average receiver, or Joe Burrow behind a bad offensive line without Sewell incomplete pass to Jamar Chase. And it ended up being prophetic because on that very last play where Aaron Donald sacked Joe Burrow, you saw downfield, I think it was actually Jamar Chase who had gotten loose behind the defender and yet the ball ends up falling woefully short for that exact reason. So for people like me that said draft the offensive lineman at the time, even after a year where Jamar Chase was the offensive rookie of the year, looks like he's going to be a great receiver and was absolutely the right pick, I can still stand up and try and make the claim that I was right. The Cincinnati Bengals should use their next 10 draft picks on offensive linemen. Go, Joe. Yes. You should. <laughs> I, I, I saw Marcus Spears the other day on SportsCenter, and he did like the Stephen A. look into the camera right. on behalf of his old LSU Tiger mate and Joe Burrow. Yes, they have – This should be easy, and this is like the clearest indictment of Mike Brown, the ownership there, because that team has had no vested interest in winning for such a long time. (laughs) They just needed to do enough to put asses in seats there in that stadium, and now it's like, all right, we got one clear problem with this team. You got a quarterback that managed to do what Matthew Stafford couldn't do in Detroit as we circled all the things around Super Week, and now everyone's just looking up at Mike Brown like, all right, man. You going to mess this up again? Are you just going to mediocre our way through this again? So. Mike Brown's never been here before. He doesn't know what to do. But no, Stugatz, he has been here before. Like, I mean, look at the court. Like, they were in the playoffs with Andy Dalton a few times. They had, ah, the they, red they, rifle. They never spent. Now, Andy, Andy Dalton and Joe Burrow, very different human beings, very different game changers. So, yeah, he's been handed something a little different than that, but he hasn't handled success well in the past. And so that's the only thing I'm worried about. The Bengals are easy fix. Just get him an offensive line. The rest will be good. That's always one of my favorite parts of the Super Bowl broadcast is when they show the owner and they talk about how much he loves this team. And they show Mike Brown like he hasn't been the laughing stock of this fucking league for, for years. And they're like, now there's a guy who just absolutely cares so much and he's built a winner here and he did it the right way and you're like no he's not he fucking got joe burrow and that's what happened and so did zach taylor by the way he's not a good yeah, coach <laughs> that's the best part we treated zach uh, we treated zach taylor like an nba head coach during this postseason run we didn't right. talk about him we only brought him up when things went wrong and we needed someone to blame for stuff like he is an nba head coach on an nfl side he had five wins until burrow got there <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> terrible as I say, he's, he's, Kyrie, he's Kyrie to Joe Burrow's LeBron. Uh, all right, here we go. Last one for you, Mike. Matthew Stafford. He was not a Hall of Famer before the Super Bowl, yet everyone's claiming he is a Hall of Famer after winning a Super Bowl, uh, a Super Bowl in which he was not the MVP. So Mike Golick Jr., is Matthew Stafford now a Hall of Famer? <laughs> go, Joe. <laughs> no. Thank you. I've seen all the arguments. Like, I think he's had one top five QBR season since he's gotten into the NFL. He's, and I know Pro Bowl and All Pro aren't always the most indicative metrics because the voting systems, especially for the Pro Bowl, are kind of flawed. But 
again, it's been a struggle. We can blame a lot of that on the Lions. And he's still young enough to where he's got time. And now he's on a good team. And while they might be without Sean McVay and have to do some of the Saints salary cap voodoo that we've seen from them over the years, like he's got a better shot now to where with one Super Bowl under his belt and a season where at times he looked like the MVP this year, he'd get there, but he's not there now. Mike, here's my problem. I think it was Peter King who was making the excuses for Matthew Stafford saying, listen, he was drafted into football hell, okay, with the Lions. And no, I'm sorry, because, you know, being drafted by the Bengals is also football hell. And what I mean by that is if you're great, if you're truly great, if you're Hall of Fame great, you'll take any situation, even football hell, and you'll turn it into football heaven. Stafford had Calvin Johnson, okay, and did absolutely nothing with Calvin Johnson. Joe Burrow went to football hell. Cincinnati is the same kind of football hell as Detroit. Cincinnati has not been good in a very uh, a very long time, okay? And Joe Burrow, in one and a half seasons, took that franchise from football hell to three minutes from within three minutes of winning a Super Bowl. And so if you're truly great, you'll do it with any team in any environment. And Matthew Stafford could only do it when he was surrounded by great talent and great coaching with the Rams. If you're great, you'll be great in any situation, Mike. Yeah, unfortunately, that is going to be the thing. Like he went up against the perfect example of what he was not able to do in Detroit in Joe Burrow. And it's going to be tough to overcome. But again, he's got the time to do it still. Like, I think the one thing we all do is think in our minds of Matthew Stafford because he's played hurt, because he's been in the league so long that he's a much older quarterback than he is. Now, he's lived a little harder as a quarterback than some of the guys that we see, like Aaron Rodgers and Brady, that play till nearly 40 or over. But he's still got plenty of time. And on this team, he's going to have plenty of more cracks at not only winning a Super Bowl, but also maybe adding some more of those seasons that statistically start to give him the other accolades he needs. Little sketchy that McVay wants to get out of there right like he sees oh. the writing on the wall he's like man I'm lucky I won a Super Bowl with that dude I'm out of here <laughs> man no I listen I think McVay's got the right attitude about all of this I am young I am rich I know I can have a job waiting for me in TV on the other side of this and I know if I ever want to come back to coaching teams would bend over backwards and throw money at me that yeah. guy understands the assignment in a way very few people do I get it's because he's great at it, but mm-hmm. I love seeing a guy, especially in that profession, where these guys basically have to flog themselves to prove right. to other coaches that they're serious about this. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to be go be young and rich somewhere for a little while. Like, that's <laughs> awesome. I do. I love that. You're young and rich, too, by the way. Well, not yet. We're getting there. Uh, <laughs> maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm young and unemployed right now. So. <laughs> All right, I'll put I my Venmo to- in the bio here. As I tend to do, uh, I lied. Uh, I have one more question for you. Mike Golick, Jr. Day at the Horford Yard Goats on August 30th. Go, Joe. No, I'm not, Billy. I'm fucking tired. (laughs) I haven't stopped talking in fucking 15 hours. Thank you for asking, though. I appreciate it. I'm worried. He doesn't even have fucking COVID. I know. I wish I had that excuse. Horford Yard Goats, 8.30. Mike Golick, Jr. Day. Mikey C. is very upset. <laughs> I, I Honestly, that was the first thing I thought of when they asked me was, man, Mikey's going to feel so terrible because we had Mikey C. Day at Yard Goats Park where he, he thought he was going to be the only one that got to throw out the first pitch. And then he found out that he was in a line with like 15 people and he had to go after this little kid that absolutely laced this thing down the middle of the plate. And Mikey had burned his arm working and trying to get new coolant into his car engine earlier that day. So it was a disaster for him. And now he's going to get completely upstaged. And I know he hates me. Like now he's probably gone from just 
being jealous to plotting my like demise somehow. Like he's going to show up there with a weapon. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the last three texts I got from Mikey C. I haven't spoken to him since I left, by the way. Um, the last three I got was, I bet the Outsider podcast, Mikey C podcast in parentheses, would be a huge asset to your new company. That that was that was the one I got three texts ago. Then I got a picture of him just flexing his biceps. And then last night, <laughs> last night I got a picture of you, uh, Mike Golick Jr., uh, announcing the uh, the day you're going to have uh, with the yard goats and Mikey C saying, can you believe this shit? <laughs> so he doesn't want to come. <laughs> well, he wants to come. I mean, but he wants the day to be about him, of course. So, uh, but by the way, in the middle of all this, so when's the last time you answered a Mikey C text message? Uh, it's been uh, it's been over a year. <laughs> oh wow! Why? What are you? What are you doing? So, there, so he so he's gone to the depths of pitching you on ideas, sending you partial nudes, and then just lashing out in anger to try and get your attention. The next time I will speak to Mikey C is in a Zoom. Okay, that's it. That's the, the next time we all get together again at some point. I don't know when. I'm not making any announcements. But that will be the next time I speak with Mikey C. Okay? And that's <laughs> Mikey C, if you're listening to this right now, which you only will if we put your name in the title of this episode or in the description in the bio here. Maybe we can put the thing where we show the timestamp so he listens. Mikey, I'm sorry. I tried to pitch them on Mikey C Day. I absolutely didn't. I tried to pitch them on Mikey C Day to see if we could get you involved in this, to see if we could get you a bobblehead. They didn't want to bite on it. I told them they were making a huge mistake. <laughs> this is what they wanted to do. So again, Mikey, I'll happily come celebrate you at Mikey G Day, but until then, I'm sorry. If we ever arrive at a uh, at a place where we're doing weekend observations once a week again, if we arrive there, uh, Mikey, hey, should we call it the Mikey C Show? Like, should we do that? I love the idea of that. <laughs> he already does. I know he does. Yeah, he already we call does. that. All right. Should we call it? I think we should get him a, another Mikey C Day instead of a bobblehead. It's like either a bobble nose or like a bobble bicep. You know, something something from Mikey C to... A bobble to hand with a cigarette in it. Ooh. A cigarette just goes back and forth. What about a bobble hand that knocks on a dumpster? Ooh. Oh, yeah. You got to have the dumpster right next to him. Yeah, on a like hand. half a dumpster and it's just like... Dung, dung. Billy, yeah. what was your idea for uh, for weekend observations headed into the weekend? What was the uh, the Ooh. idea you were telling me? Yeah, this Ooh. is a good Billy idea. Billy just like perked it. up. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, the thing, the Mike thing is, is, has learned the Billy perk up is the most exciting <laughs> thing in sports radio. It really is. <laughs> I, the thing is, is that I throw, I say so many things to you, and a lot of them I don't even realize I'm saying or I forget that I I said. So when you ever you start, Billy, what was that idea? I'm like, crap. I hope I remember what that particular idea was. Mm -hmm. This one. Okay, you guys know how you used to do a show called Weekend Observations. Yes, yeah, we just, but it was I'm on, aware. It was on Sunday, and it was more like things that you had observed over the weekend. Yeah, it really wasn't about that. But anyway, guys. It wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm following down this rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't listen. <laughs> yeah, I know. You neither did we, by the way. I, I mean, it was on at like 7 in the morning or something ridiculous. Like, yes. honestly, yeah, who was yeah. Anyway, so yeah, this thanks. one, <laughs> it's on a Friday, headed into the weekend, and it's the same type of show. But it's called weekend expectations. Ooh. Ooh. What do you so think, you're Joe building Joe? up weekend chills. expectations. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just like one big weekend teaser show. Yes. Are we predicting what will happen over the weekend? Is that kind of the idea? Is that? To be honest with you, I was just trying to figure out how to revive Weekend <laughs> Observations right. and then give it a name that was close enough that it sounded similar, but not close enough where, like, 
a litigious former company might say you can't have the name of that show. You know? The Mikey C yeah. show. Yeah, well, the Mikey C show is a much better name. Mikey C's Weekend Expectations. Wow. Dude, guys, by the way, because uh, you were pumping it up, like, you should go to Bobblehead Day, I think, right? To Mike Golick Jr.'s? Yeah. yeah I mean, support I support it. Yeah. I when said, it listen, love to invite 99.9% chance he shows up. <laughs> Dear God, listen, it's You're putting Tuesday. it that high, huh? It's a super accessible day. It's That's essentially 50-50 with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's West. a lovely Tuesday afternoon, August 30th. It's really convenient oh. for everyone. So It's an afternoon game on top of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Wait, Billy might want to go as well. No, uh, I did want to go. As soon as I saw the news, I, I, I texted Gojo, and I was like, when is this? And he gave me the date, and then I looked at him like, That's a Tuesday. Like... Am I going to fly to Connecticut on Tuesday just to get a bobblehead of you? The yard goats know how to put asses in seats on a Tuesday, man. And see, Billy had the right idea on all this because I was like, man, like, you know, should I feel some type of way that it wasn't prime time, that this wasn't a Friday one? He goes, no. He's like, you realize he's like, they're trying to use this to make sure people are showing up on Tuesday. Now you've got people (laughs) clamoring for it. So Billy fed my ego in the same time here. It's great. Do you think they'll allow us to do some sort of show from the uh, from the stadium there? Because I would like to do that. Oh, yeah. We set up right in one of those, like, suites up. Because I got to imagine, you know, we're going to get a nice suite for all this one here. Like, you know, again, the Argos. They've been great friends over the years. I appreciate them doing this. It's fantastic. Right. This feels like something to where, you know, a suite might be a part of such a day. And we just set up a table right up there. We'll have plenty of people there. Dad my family will be there. Some front, We can have – it can be like Radio Row, but for a minor league baseball game. It's minor league baseball. So guys, like, they'll put you in left center to do a show during the game if you're you right, wanted to. Right. All right, Billy, I will make the commitment. If you go, I will go. You're so okay. full of it. How oh, so about if I go, you go? We're just, but that's a lie. <laughs> no, and, no, because no, you live close by. Billy, you fucking right. No. <laughs> Got to do some work to get there, and I'm willing to do the same work only if he does that. No, 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 no. (laughs) We're coming off of a weekend where that was the arrangement to go to Gronk's house, and we didn't go. (laughs) But Gronk didn't go. (laughs) That's another thing. That's a whole other thing. But a minor league baseball game, that'll get Stu Gotts going. Stu's going to be buying black market COVID for Mikey A just to have an excuse to not go. Just send me a picture of your positive test. (laughs) <laughs> make sure the date's not in it <laughs> i didn't know that i, mean, <laughs> I could buy fake covid <laughs> <laughs> buy anything bitcoin uh, i'm in billy are you in if i don't have covid <laughs> yeah sure august 30th yeah I'm august free. 30th this is a date i'm serious we're committing to this okay we're, we're august a commitment i am committing to you right now Okay, Mike Golo Jr., Mikey A., and Billy Gill. I am committing to be there for that day if Billy Gill goes. Okay, is that fair? This Billy? this this feels like when a five star commits to a group of five school around where he grew up at the beginning of the recruiting process. Yeah, like I'm gonna feel good about this right now, and then when we get to signing day, Stu's gonna sign with Alabama. <laughs> but Gojo, sorry, listen. Daughter's got fall ball scrimmage, you know. <laughs> I'm running out of excuses, Mike. The kids are leaving the house soon. <laughs> what is the schedule for Fox. lacrosse? No, you're not, because you're gonna you're what gonna you be telling. I have us a game right now. I gotta go to. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
that was the thing about, that was the thing about the Gronk party is that his daughter was at a lacrosse game like 30 minutes away and he was already going to be there and we still didn't make it. No. My god. I missed yeah. that rain. It was snowing. I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl week. Yeah. 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 We tired. were tired, Billy. I mean, yeah. two episodes of fucking God bless football and I don't know, just couldn't make yeah. it. But Gronk couldn't make it either, so it made me feel yeah. better about Neither it. Neither could Jabba. <laughs> no one made it except <laughs> and Chris couldn't else. get out. <laughs> So who who was at that party then? Was it just the contest winners? Yes, just alone in Gronk's house with Mojo. I think it was I think it was two or three of five Gronkowski brothers, their father, Mojo, and Bobby and, Goons. And Bobby Goons, yeah, I forgot about Bobby Goons. And fifteen, uh, I think it was fifteen Groupon contest winners who were described as. All women in their twenties to mid twenties were all the twenty one to twenty six. Yeah, was that in the contest rules? It, it's inc- incredible results to that contest. That's, that's, that sounds like a clause the Gronkowski's would get put in the contest rules. By the way, Mojo's engaged. You guys going to the wedding? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. We're planning the bachelor party. Ninety-nine point nine percent chance I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Mo- Mojo's wedding and Mike Golick Jr. Day at the Yard Goats Park. Both things to got to hundred percent be at. Listen, I have a better chance of showing up to your day, uh, your day, than I do going to Mojo's wedding. <laughs> Mojo lives in Orlando. It's like oh, a thirty-minute drive from your house. <laughs> Thirty. It's like that. Uh, I am. Listen, Billy. I will go to Mojo's wedding if you go. Okay. <laughs> If if we're invited, I'll go to his wedding. And I don't even love weddings, but it'll be ridiculous. Just to see Grok, though, right? I mean, uh, he's not going to go. <laughs> You're right. He didn't even go to his own party. He was at his house. <laughs> All right. Are we in on Gojo Day? I am in. Mikey, I know you're in, okay? Mikey C will show up regardless just because he had nothing better to do. Uh, <laughs> so he's He'll it. be in the light tower. <laughs> yeah, Stanzik yes. is Stanzik's debatable. Will he show up, or what do you think? Mikey C is going to be the John Wilkes booth of Mike Golick yes. Jr. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. Do <laughs> have any grassy knolls out of that park? Or? <laughs> Big one. I'm laughing, but it's not funny. <laughs> It's been enough time with JFK, hasn't it? <laughs> just, oh, just, just smoking a cigarette going, fucking Gojo. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a similar setup here. We'll be in a booth in a baseball stadium. Lincoln was in, you know, the top thing of an opera pa- uh, uh, theater or whatever. It's right. all there. Oh, wow. I'm such an idiot. I confused it with JFK. I was trying so to, like, just smooth it over. I was trying yeah, to just smooth away you. from it, Bill, that. and save you from that who is one. That? Who is the, wait, who is the JFK one? Well, they don't know who killed JFK. Wasn't there I a mean, suspect? they have an idea, don't they? I mean, <laughs> no, isn't there suspects? I'm an idiot. Someone in a grassy knoll for yeah. JFK. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, didn't someone get arrested Lee, for it? Lee, isn't it Lee Harvey Oswald? There you go. Oh, <laughs> what is it about polysyllabic like, polysyllabic names like that? John Wilkes Booth, Lee I Harvey not, Oswald. Like, Mikey I'm just C. glad we're all equally as bad at American uh, presidential oh. murder history. <laughs> Does, does anybody know Mikey C's middle name? No. Please find out. Text him right now and ask him. Please find out. I'll text him. Mikey Marlboro Constantino. Gojo, Mikey A has never, because none of us knew something that was so obvious, okay, the person who was arrested for killing JFK. Mikey A, did you notice this? He limped in with zero confidence. Like, he, he was yeah, like, I was... I was like, I'm so sure of it, but since they don't know, I don't think I'm right. <laughs> Our stupidity made you question yourself. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> Fuck, I'm smart. COVID. <laughs> now, listen, did anyone text Mikey C? Because I cannot text him, okay? I totally did because I knew, I knew you guys, yeah, were giving him the silent treatment. Okay, so <laughs> we're just waiting here. Uh, waiting Mikey a long C's time. middle name. No, we won't. He'll respond right back. Because Mikey C, what he smells, besides the smell of his own smoke, what he smells is he smells opportunity. Okay? So the fact that you're texting him something, for him, in his mind, Mike Golick Jr. knows this, it means he's getting closer to something. Okay? Like there might be an opportunity with Billy Gill down the road. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's what he's thinking. That's all so he knows. To- it's leverage. Yes, that's, that's all he knows is leverage. Yes, that's his wheelhouse: leverage and tobacco. Where do you it is at? funny that all Mikey C knows is leverage, but he has no idea how to wield it to get him yeah, anywhere yeah. he wants. What Mikey C loves to do is get the leverage, and then he doesn't know how to use it. Is Mikey C what would have happened to me if I like never met my wife or something in some alternate universe? Wow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just to choose your own adventure. Yes. <laughs> Somewhere in my childhood is a decision I made that led how me on many this different, path. How Whatever many different it was, it was the right one, Mikey. Yeah. Yes, how many decisions down this fork in the road do you think that you guys are separated from each other? Oh, man. I'm hoping it was one really early on that just separated it, and, like, just completely. Oh, man. I like to imagine like, well, the first that. cigarette I was ever offered, and I was like, no, I don't smoke. If I would have oh. taken it. Like, I could have been. You'd be Mikey C. <laughs> you would have been dating a No, woman. I'm just going to go over here and have this donut. <laughs> That's how you wind up. That's how you wind up this way. You chose being overweight. Yes. <laughs> Which I cannot believe I'm saying. It's okay. I love him. He knows that. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying it was the right choice. <laughs> it, was, it was 100% the right choice. <laughs> In every way, shape, and form. <laughs> oh i miss it <laughs> me and mikey a were talking about this before there's such a you can tell such a difference about a smoker based on how they hold the cigarette mm-hmm. like stugatz we were saying like you'd have some people that go out like smoke it with their cool like this with it in between their fingers facing outward and then you've got the people that are really like stress chiefing these things holding it between <laughs> their thumb and index finger not wanting it not enjoying it but just needing this <laughs> sucking on it right. yes that's how mikey c is gonna take a last puff before he pulls the trigger from the light tower <laughs> mike golick jr day are you fucking kidding me <laughs> With like sunglasses on, peering through the fucking binocular of the gun with a cigarette. He's, he's gonna do it from the second floor of the gym. <laughs> Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice-cold Miller Lite. So, we have, always will. 
Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.